InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Mental health problems can have a large negative effect on retirement savings, according to research. Here with the story, InfoTrack's Lisa G. Lisa? Thanks, Chris. We are speaking with Vicki Bogan, an associate professor at Cornell University, who has also put together a very interesting study about depression and finances. And, Vicki, psychological distress can take a toll on more than just your health, correct? Tell us what this is all about. Absolutely. My study looks at the relationship between people that have psychological distress, depression, anxiety issues, and their retirement savings behavior. And what is the correlation? People with psychological distress correlated with having a decreased probability of even holding a defined contribution retirement account. And so let me back up a little bit. One of the interests that my co-author and I had in this study is that both the public and private sector types of companies have been shifting away from defined benefit plans towards defined contribution plans. And just for clarification, defined benefit plans are sort of the old-style pension that you think of 20 or 30 years ago. Someone is going to cut you a check every month until you die. Now most companies are shifting towards what we call defined contribution plans. And those are plans where the company puts in money, but you also put in money. And when you leave or you retire, whatever money is in that account, that's what you have to retire on. And so that fundamental shift has shifted the responsibility for managing retirement savings more towards individuals and individual households. So you have to think about how much money do I need for retirement? Am I saving enough? And so my co-author and I really wanted to start looking at and getting a better understanding of what kinds of things influence people's retirement savings behavior. And so we started out thinking, well, if depression and anxiety issues can affect people's risk aversion levels, the way people think about and discount the future. And so it's an empirical question how retirement savings behavior and mental health is connected. What we find is that psychological distress, as we've defined it, is associated with a decreased probability of people even having a retirement account. And we find for married individuals in one of our samples that it can decrease your probability of having a retirement account by almost 25%. And what are you hoping to do with this study? Is this something you want corporations to read, psychologists to read? What is your intended goal here? Well, a couple of goals. The first goal is just to sort of uncover this relationship that people hadn't actually sort of understood or thought about before. But my hope is that both individuals and companies understand this relationship and could read the study. And so from a corporation perspective, you think about the study indicates that people are less likely to even hold a retirement account. Companies could be more proactive in developing opt-out strategies for retirement savings, 401k participation. And so people would automatically be enrolled and then they would have the choice of opting out. That could be a really powerful nudge for people that might be affected by depression and anxiety issues 
and it could be a very powerful nudge to get them to participate in these plans, which is very important. Also, I hope that individuals understand the results of the study so that they can be more aware that their mental health status could have broader implications and broader effects than they might think. So you have a health issue or a mental health issue, you might be aware that it's affecting certain aspects of your life, but you might not make the link that it could be affecting your decisions in some other ways that could have long-term negative consequences. We are speaking with Vicki Bogan, who is an associate professor at Cornell University and did a study about anxiety and depression and how it can diminish retirement savings. You know, I always say to my financial person, oh, I'm very conservative, but I'm coming from more of a rational place. And so I have empathy for someone who just can't deal with a lot of things that are going on in their life right now. And you're saying money is on top of the list when it comes to someone who might not be so mentally secure. Yes, if you're dealing with those kinds of issues, it might influence your finances in a way that you hadn't really thought about. You also say that other research suggests that close to 30% of the population here in our country have at least one mental or substance abuse disorder each year. And so you combine that with finances, and it doesn't sound very encouraging. Well, it just underscores the point that this is something that we need to pay attention to and that affects a broad swath of the population. And so this was not my study, but there was a study that found that almost 30% of the population has a substance use disorder. That affects a lot of people. And now we're combining that with our understanding that these mental health issues affect a large percentage of the population. And now we know that with regard to retirement savings, more and more people are responsible for managing their own retirement. And you combine those two issues, it means that it's something that we really do need to be paying attention to. Yeah, I so agree because I think that when you're dealing with anxiety and depression, adding on a responsibility with money can feel overwhelming. Yes, and adding responsibility with money can feel overwhelming even if you do not have a mental health issue. And so these complicating factors can make it even more so an issue in that situation. Right. I mean, I think a typical Sunday night for most Americans is you're sitting down with your checkbook, you're going over your finances if you're married, you know, and you've got kids and college tuition. And that's just with, quote unquote, a normal family that can bring anxiety. But if you're dealing with depression, you may not be taking the time to do this. You don't want to deal. You know, usually people who are dealing with depression Part of the issue is that you just can't deal significantly with something. Yes. You use the term significantly. I mentioned the statistic that this is associated with a decreased probability of holding the retirement account. Even people that have defined contribution retirement account, those with psychological distress issues have lower account balances. So in our study, we found that people with psychological distress, in one of the samples we looked at, their account values were 28% lower for people with mental health issues. I think the study is definitely on the right path, and hopefully it's put to some good use. Yeah, I'm hopeful too. I'm not a psychologist. I'm an economist, and so I'm also hoping 
that psychologists actually look at the study as well, and maybe you can use this as a new source of information to help their patients. Thank you so much, Vicki Bogan, an associate professor at Cornell University, and best of luck to you. Thank you so much. For InfoTrack, I'm Lisa G. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. A production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.